Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye, hear. What does that mean, anyway? Hey, listen up! All rise for the Skinamax B Queen of Late Night, the brunette dynamo herself, the fan fucking tabulous, Rebecca Love! And now, talking dirty with Rebecca Love. Well, hello there. This is Rebecca Love, and you are listening to Talking Dirty. We have a special treat for you this week. I interviewed Europe Dijon, and she tells these fascinating stories about featuring on the road and how she got into it. And she has some great stories to tell and some pointers and tips. And you're going to learn a few things, but basically you are going to have fun with this episode and probably be in shock for some of the things that comes out of her mouth. If you guys don't know who Europe Dijon is, go take a look. She tweets all the time. She has big, big boobies, bigger than mine. She makes mine look like an A cup. And that's Europe, just like it's spelled, Dijon, D-I-C-H-A-N. Yeah, go take a look. Know who you're uh, listening to and uh, enjoy the interview. All right, we are here with the um, blonde bombshell, beautiful, beautiful girl. She has been around for only a few years, right? Only a few. She's dragging her hair over her face right now. I know you guys can't see, so I have to describe it. The fabulous, the one and only Europe Dijon. Well, thank you, Miss Love, and how are you doing? I'm good. How about yourself? Oh, I'm fine. Yeah. Well, the reason I wanted you on this show, not just because you're one of my BFFs. Oh, absolutely. Uh, You guys know I love this woman to death. She is the best, okay? So anything she asks me to do, I'm always like, okay, because I know it'll be fun. And I'm like, all right, I'll first up. (laughs) And the thing is, you specialize in a certain subject I haven't touched yet on Talking Dirty. Which you haven't touched yet? I haven't touched it yet. <laughs> That's and, shocking. <laughs> and I feature, but I I, uh, I have a... Uh, I only have so much information I can say about featuring. I don't really know the full ins and outs. When I'm talking about featuring, I'm talking about headlining at a strip club. So you would be the headliner coming in yes. and people would want to pay to see your show and you're kind of like the upsell of that week yeah you're the star of the show for the week and then you know every week they get a new star right so I wanted to pick your brain about feature dancing because I get a lot of emails on the how do you do it Uh, how do you you know so how did you become a feature dancer okay for those of you who don't know this story which Everybody probably knows this story because I've told it about 20 million thousand times. (laughs) But I was 17 and I entered an amateur contest at this theater. So you were 17 years old. Yes. And um, I entered the amateur contest and I won. 
And needless to say, she says, um, I'm going to make you a featured dancer. So she sent me two weeks later out to Chicago. She made me two costumes and said, go out and be a feature. And I had never even been in a strip club yet because I was only 17. Did you? So I didn't. Oh, no. I just, Wait a minute. She just said, go do what you do. And I go, what do I do? She goes, just go dance the way you did on stage. And I went, okay. So. She didn't know you were 17? Yeah, she knew I was 17. The club oh. didn't know I was 17. Okay. You didn't know that she was running the club. Uh, so she, so you, you got away with it. Well, back then, yeah, nobody cared. Okay. As long as you were over 16 or something and you looked, you know, older, nobody cared. It's okay. not like now. Yeah, now it's, yeah. Yeah, you have to produce four IDs and, you know, your passport. Okay, you're 17 years old. You get thrown out there to feature dance. You're booked at a club. Were you shitting bricks? Yeah, because I had never driven out of state by myself. And I was, and I had these two costumes, and I was going, what the hell am I doing? But I just knew I always wanted to be a dancer ever since I was, like, 12. So, but did you have any structure? Did somebody say, okay, you need four songs? And no, the, no, nobody told me anything. Wow. She, I mean, she kind of told me a little bit, you a know? Gist. Yeah. When she was making the costumes, we, I mean, we kind of designed them together and then she put it together. And she's like, what do you like? I'm like, I don't know. Um, what do you think I should like? You know? <laughs> What do they look like? What are they supposed to look like? I don't know. <laughs> Sexy costumes, I would imagine. So, okay. What were the two yeah. costumes? Do you remember? Yes, I still have them, too. Really? It was a red dress with white boa feathers along the slit, and the slit was real high up to the hip. Okay. And then major cleavage showing, and uh, one arm that was red. The other arm was not. Okay. And then the other one was... Um, what that was the other one? <laughs> <laughs> he had two costumes to remember. Anyways, hey, I still have them. I still have like all all of my shows actually, except for maybe three or four of them. So you get to the club. You ha- you're out of state. How? I mean, how far was the drive? Um, it was Cleveland to Chicago, so it was like six hours. Okay. I think. So I drove over there and I checked into the. Uh, I walked into the club, explained to them who I was. They got the manager. She came over. Um, they had a hotel room for me. They told me where to go, you know, to check in and stuff. And then I came back to the club later, and I had a show at, like, 9 o'clock. So I came back in at, like, 8, you know, uh-huh. and brought my two costumes in. <laughs> <laughs> my two costumes. Yes, it was so pitiful. I had no clue back then. <laughs> well, how many shows did you have to do a night? Two, three? I only had to do, like, yeah, two or three shows a night okay. anyway. So it was, like, no so big deal. So two costumes will work. Yeah, well, I didn't know that. They just... Told me when to go up, and I said, okay. But, I, yeah, I did like a 9, a 12, and a 2, I think, or something like that. And so. did you have any titles behind your name? No, like, there how was did they nothing. introduce you? I, they just introduced me as Europe Deshawn. Fortunately, I had blonde hair and big boobs. Yeah, I was going to say big tits. <laughs> <laughs> you got some yeah. big boobies. 38 double H, you know, and I was a natural dancer, so... I just fucking, once you take it off, babe, you're just dancing and being sexy and, you know, having a good time. I know, but it seems like... Oh, when no, I, me and the stage, that's like my home. I know. When I used to get on stage back in the day of stripping, which is totally different than featuring. Featuring and stripping... Yeah, but it's years. still the same. It's all the same. I think my routines were different because feature was so much faster 
And when I was a stripper, it was more of the seduction. Yeah, but that's still, you can still be a feature and be a stripper. Yeah, I'm sure you could. Well, you actually, you have to be. <laughs> if you don't take it off, they're not going to feature you very often. <laughs> no, no, they don't. No, no, that's not good. That's not good for business. <laughs> Sometimes you take off way too much if you travel enough, and it was supposed that's to be, happened to me. I, right? Oh, I've taken off my thong too. Oh my god! It's happened and to me. Somewhere there's a tape. Uh, Fox Network. If you're listening, by the way, I know you have that tape of me in Atlanta at the pink pony and i went all the way nude because your camera guy kept rolling after the first second song because you, and you guys know they were supposed to cut it because they couldn't post it to the news or whatever yeah they never cut it the cameras kept rolling and i went nude and i didn't know that in atlanta nude meant you could walk around nude but you couldn't like lay down and spread your legs and do all those seductive well, things there's so many rules and so the, the owner of the place was like waving at me i'm like waving back going hey how you doing place is packed isn't it yeah we're doing well yes you are i i was like a veteran by then so i was like yeah hey how's it going you know, the cameras well, you, kept rolling i didn't care when you travel so much you forget what is what and if they don't explain it to you because sometimes they forget i know what you can and cannot do don't tell me i can go naked and then tell me oh naked with my legs closed how does one do that i don't even know when you walk especially like me i strut you strut yeah i mean there's been times i've featured open and they were like (laughs) you have to have latex over your titties yeah i know i always hated that stuff all right sure but it can be clear i had to wear pantyhose one time and pin them all the way down to my thong the inside and the outside of my thong oh my god on the second song the Mm -hmm. big Big, big bobby pin stabbed me right in the <gasps> pussy. Oh, my God. It unclipped. And, and I went, oh! And I went, just a second. And I kind of hobbled over to the side. Like, you know, and I'm trying to fix this bobby pin in my dong. I'm going, this is ridiculous. Yeah, I can see more at the beach. You don't wear pantyhose to the beach. Why would I wear pantyhose at a club? There's so many different rules for each club or county. It's by county. Yes. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. We got way, way, way We did. So like, you were asking me how you become, okay, how did I start and how do you become one? Basically, there's two different animals now, you know. You know what it I mean? is now. Featuring is totally different. Um, when I got event. started, basically what would happen, you got paid shit and you lived on tips and things like that. And, um, you know, you went club to club, you were featuring. And as you started to get more and more famous, you know, you made more and more money. And then, of course, the agents realized big boobs made money, so they went out and blew about 50 girls up, you know, to, like, double Ks and Ms and everything else. And that was the 90s, and that was the big boob era. Uh So, um, and then you saw everybody everywhere had big boobs. All the features had big boobs. And then after that came the porn era, which was, like, you know, after year 2000. Right. And that's when I went on the road featuring. Yeah. So we actually have three different views because I actually, well, I have two and a half decades. Oh, that's not going to fall now, honey. It hasn't <laughs> fallen in a no, long time. No. Europe Dijon has this mirror over the top of the table. So I saw something move and I look up and <laughs> it's it, us. she has a cat and the cat walked by, but it was up on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> I like mirrors and there just happens to be one up 
above my dining so, room table. It doesn't do me any good because it's <laughs> above the dining room table instead of the bed, but... Right? You know. It makes the room and look And you can't bigger. even cheat on poker because you have to look like way up so it's so That's obvious. That's right. We play poker at this table. table. I never <laughs> thought of it. I am. And You're I an asshole. You'd have to look like way, way up in the mirror to cheat. You couldn't like just glance like this. Like... <laughs> <laughs> I never thought about it before, yeah. but you're absolutely right. See, we go way back, guys. We play poker at this table. We get drunk. We make out with each other. It's great. We do shows for each other. Yeah. It, well, yeah. not feature shows, obviously. Oh, I did the sailor for you. <laughs> oh, that's you. right. You, got... you did the kitty cat pajama one for me. Right. I forgot about that. So, actually, we did feature shows. We did. We did, kind of. Yeah. Why else would I have a sailor costume in my house? <laughs> so you were featuring um, during that that time period. You only yes. worked with Universal? Um, pretty much. I mean, Eleanor was my main agent. She was everybody's main agent. Right. She goes then, way back. Yeah, she goes back to the beginning of me, and I was the first girl out there. So Now, does their company still exist? Um, yes, it's now called Centerfold. So oh, she's like, so Dan partner. has it. Dan has it. Yes. Okay. So, um, like if I wanted a job, I'd still call Ellie, but, or I could call Dan too. Cause Dan and I know each other, but, Got ya. um, I'm retired from the dance circuit as of two years ago. So I'm not going to be dancing. Although I do still make a personal appearance now and then. You never know when I'm going to creep up in your city. <laughs> well, you do live in Vegas. Everybody comes out here anyway. Uh, actually, right? that's true. I know. I know. You get spoiled being in Vegas. Yeah, because you got the best of everything. Because you probably could just be a stripper out here and make the same amount of money, same amount actually, of money I did. featuring out I did. When on the I, road. When I decided to get off the road, um, I... Partly featured, and I partly stayed here and worked at a club here. Well, there you go. So I did that for like 15 years. Is that why you stayed here? Yeah. In Vegas? Yeah. I love Vegas. It grows on you. I mean, it's great weather. You can do anything you want 24 hours a day. It's not like New York that has rats and snow, although I love New York. Rats and snow. There's nothing like New York in the spring and the summertime. I'm telling you, it gives you orgasms. Just breathing in the Manhattan, New York air, like late at night after you've had a couple cocktails and you're walking down the street and you're all horny and you can just... Feel your juices flowing down Love your leg. Love is in the air. <laughs> Lust is in the air, baby. Lust. That's what's in the air. It's mating season it's for like, Europe. <laughs> Calm down, cougar. Okay, sorry. Off topic again. Okay, so you only worked for one... Co- Did you ever... By the way, how long are these podcasts? Because you know me, I can talk for like hours. I know. Don't worry. I'm going to keep you on track. Okay. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to be good. And it's as long as it takes. So... You, you featured mm. for Universal. She put you out on the road. She dealt with the club owners, the contracts, all that. Yeah, so she was the agent. She was the agent. I just showed up and performed. But I it was usually like the first girl that she sent in because otherwise girls wouldn't tell the owner what was wrong, like about personal dressing rooms or this or that. Oh, I see. So I always made, I always went in first so I could go look. I could see that. First we need a private dressing room where we can store all our, you know. Were they sticking you with regular? Sometimes they stick us with the regular girls and I'm like, no, no, no. They can steal your shit. Not saying that they would. I'm just saying. Well, exactly. No, you need a place where you can lock your things up. Right. I agree. You know what I mean? Plus you need that personal 
area. Yeah, I mean, but even I don't even mind being with the girls, and thank God I always got along with the girls so well. But mm-hmm. because I then became one of them when I became when I came home to Vegas, right? I became just another girl, right? Even though I was still Europe to Sean and still had all the credits behind me, I was just you know I wasn't featuring. Oh, that's I was a good. Just, uh, I was just lap dancing and getting wild. Look at you go, girl. I was. Look at you go. I was. I was getting wild. How did you get your credits? Where did... Oh, the magazine, um, Gent, came to me first, mm-hmm. two years after I was on the road, and now I was making pretty decent money, and they were the first magazine to come, and... Um, Asked me to uh, post for them, and I was like, "Absolutely!" I mean, they came through Eleanor, of course. Eleanor's right. Like, yeah, so she did the. So deal. she helped you build up your credits. Oh, That's yeah. a hands-on agent. Well, yeah. The um, if a girl's, it's like any any movie star. The more the better albums you have, or the more films you have out, or the records you have out. I know, or, but you started feature dancing with no credits. Yeah, I know, but there was no features back then. Okay, you got me there. So you didn't really need credits. <laughs> you just needed boobies. Big tits. <laughs> big tits actually is what the men wanted. Because at that when time. I signed up to feature, because I knew I had to build up the credits first, and when I signed up to feature, they were like, uh, um, "Just keep because of, yeah, right." They just keep building your credits. They didn't care how I got them. Just keep building. Right, them. half they, of the credits out there are fake, anyways, or bought. Oh, so, sure. Yeah, sure. But it's hard to buy a magazine credit, you know what I mean? Yeah, well, that is hard. Yeah, especially when they don't do magazines anymore they now don't. either. They just I do was internet getting stuff. into magazines right when they were kind of going out. I'm glad <laughs> I got into all the magazines. I only got into a, a few, like Hustler like and, and, and uh, what was the other one? Gent. I was on the cover yeah. of Gent. I was at the airport one day. That was my first cover too. Gent was my first cover. My first cover. And I was doing something, and my friend was with me, and they go, isn't that you up there on the cover? Where were you? At the airport, when? catching a flight. When? This is years ago. Oh, Years okay. ago. Oh, how cool. I love that, though. Yeah, well, thank God that friend knew what I did. Could you imagine if I was with family members that didn't? No, <laughs> so what? You're like, like oh, my God, that is me. You're right. Oh, it's my twin, or so what? You're a model. No, it was fine. I was, it was yeah. fine. It was, you know what? I was just like, holy My crap. family's always known what I've done. I'm like, please. Yeah, my family knows I what I I always told my mother I was going to be a dancer on Broadway one time. Well, guess what? <laughs> I made it to Broadway. <laughs> Thank you very much. Not only did I make it to Broadway, I danced there for like 15 weeks a year for like 15 years. So when I grew up, I I said I wanted to always I wanted to be an actress. Mm. Well, <laughs> I kind of am. No, you are. Oh, right? trust me, you are. <laughs> and you're a very good one at that. Oh, thank you. I'm good yes, at faking it. Ab- yes, you are absolutely <laughs> great at faking. What are some of the other agencies though? Because you were with actually Universal. um after Eleanor a couple years, and Frank and Rita Bain got into it, and then um, was that Continental? Yes, that was Continental. Okay, so they were the two main agents then for the U.S. and Canada, uh-huh. and then there was a couple Canadian agents once in a while we deal with, and the agents would split like the commissions together or whatever. Got ya. Um, but I mainly worked for Eleanor, but. So I was pretty much loyal to her because she had me booked six months in advance. All yeah, the time. of course Anyways. you're gonna be loyal. So, but I did do jobs for Continental as well as um, one of the uh, Toronto and one of the Vancouver agents as well too. 
Because oh. by that time, I I was in so many years, I kind of just did what I wanted to by then. Right. You know, but still, 98% of my jobs came from her. Like, can you walk us through, like, what your stage performance would be? Like, your music choice and what you did on stage and, you know. I want to do you on stage, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Don't you still owe me a dance or something? Sure. Why not? Okay, good. Okay. We'll have one after this podcast. All right. All right. Sounds good. Um, let's see. I like the blues. And I'm kind of like, I always was like, wanted to be a cross between Marilyn Monroe and Gypsy Rosalie. That was my thing. Gypsy Rosalie. Why? Because, because I saw the movie when I was 12 years old. What movie? I snuck out and it's Gypsy Rosalie. I don't know this movie. How do you? Not know Gypsy Rosalie. I do knew, but I will Google it. Honey, you have got to watch this movie. Okay. I mean, every stripper ever born knows about this movie. <laughs> every stripper. <laughs> I mean, seriously. Okay. Except the dumb ones, and you ain't dumb. So how could I, you not know? I this? will watch it. All right. Anyways, it was with the famous Natalie Wood. She started. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. She started as Gypsy Rose Lee. And so, and you know, as the tale goes, she dated the Kentucky governor and all that other stuff. But she was it, you know? Okay. She was like that person. So I snuck out in the middle of the night and I turned on the TV. And back then, I hate to say this because I know I'm dating myself, but I don't care. <laughs> there, there was like three she stations. She took the antennas and, and tuned it in. <laughs> Thank God I started when I was 17. Otherwise, I'd be like 80 by now. <laughs> you imagine if I started like in my 20s and 30s? Fuck. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> I don't know if I can say that. If I can't, she'll edit it you out. Can, you can say fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. I just said pussy earlier. You can I? say it all. We're not regulated. Oh, thank God. Okay. So you were saying. Oh, I like the fuck me blues. So that was all. I always had some strutty kind of stripper burlesque oh okay fuck me bluesy songs in there and then I would have a couple upbeat and I'd always have at least one comedy one so like every show of mine used to have a prop or most all every show of mine like when I was a race car driver I had a race car with a big dick on the top of it it was 22 inches long and I'd give the remote and then there when a certain song came on I would give the remote control car to the guys yeah and they'd have to try to get me on stage with the big dick car okay and I was naked and I'd be rolling around on stage and they'd be trying to fuck me with the car and stuff right and you know guys didn't even care about that they were fighting over the remote you know how guys are about remotes yeah so, um, and then I did, um, let's see, oh, I did a shower show and that was always fun because now I a shower to... show, do they have to have a shower at the street? No, I had a portable You brought shower. a portable. Okay. Yeah. One time it collapsed in front of me and I went and it broke and like 40 gallons of water oh my went pouring out fucking and, I, and I just looked at this thing and went, I guess I won't be down on that part of the show tonight. <laughs> Not only they have to clean up all that water. Oh, yes, but thankfully it went all over the guys. Oh, my God. <laughs> the guys weren't even mad. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. It's just like as soon as I walked up and got in the pool, the thing like collapsed and just came down. What a bam on the stage. With, so with... actually most of the water was contained in the pool. Oh, okay. But thankfully I wasn't an inch closer. There was that it, it could have hit me on the head. I mean, 40 pounds of water yeah. hitting me on the head would have been like pretty dangerous. Right. So 
the second timing off there kind of helped me on that one, thank <laughs> God. And because I've had everything happen to me. Haven't you had everything happen to you on stage? I've had um, one time the, the power went out in this club. Oh, yeah, I've Midland. had that many times. Well, I guess the Mexicans and the African-Americans were, it's like very gang related there. Yeah. And there was gunfire, and the girls were pissed at me because I came out on a nun's outfit doing a dance, and I'm thinking, really? Really? This is what you thought I gave it bad mojo? It was my fault? And Yes, because you're going to go against the Catholic thing oh, here. Oh, please. Okay, half Even of them. Even I wouldn't do a nun. Hello. I do a nun. And I am a slut. I do a nun, all right? I would never do but a But I nun. come out with like, I, would think the, that I, would I go living on a prayer. Yeah. I come out to like all like. Won't do it. And I take candle wax. Fuck yeah, I'm going to no do way. it. No way. I won't, I won't fuck in a church. Not even the parking lot. I just feel like God's going to strike my ass oh, right God. any moment I'm there. not worried about it. It's the Catholic in me, man. I've been brainwashed. Well, there was gunfire. And there was. How do we know? We don't know what happens when we die. So I'm not taking any freaking chances. I don't think God's going to be mad at me because I'm wearing a freaking Halloween costume. He'd be mad at you if you were screwing on his altar. That would probably would piss me off. <laughs> I know if I had an altar, I was, and I, at, was a goddess altar. I okay, would want first of all, I was I was at a strip club. I was not at the <laughs> altar, <laughs> unless I was at Satan's altar. Okay, you probably were. <laughs> I probably was. So yeah, I've I've had like instant you know things that happened and stuff, but that was probably the most dangerous because I mean there was somebody knocking at my door. They opened the door. He's all covered in blood, and it was just yeah horrific. But you know that was probably the worst. Yeah, that's pretty bad. That's <laughs> pretty bad. My stories are funny. Well, um, a funny one. I'm I got sure. like the stories that nothing, nobody could ever, it could never happen. Go ahead, to give us a funny one. Give us a funny one. Go the cougar that. one? Did I tell you the cougar one? The cougar, like an animal? Yeah. No. Mountain lion cougar, you know, big, giant mountain lion cougar And he happened animal. to go to a strip club that no. day? No. What happened was, <laughs> in Canada, everything's nude in 18 and over, right? Right. East and West Canada. But Eastern Canada is different from Western Canada. Western Canada is all shows by everyone. Okay. Including the feature. And then you had the feature, and then all the other dancers had to have shows, too. And they'd be, tra- they'd be like traveling features. On the East Coast of Canada, it was features and lap dancers. So it was like two different countries almost. So, But I was in the West Coast, and all the West Coast places, you had to stay in the hotel. There was always a hotel attached to the strip club. So you stayed at the hotel. That's which convenient. Actually, no, it was made very convenient because, man, you can get that extra half hour of sleep in. It was worth anything, right? Yeah. So you could always get a quick nap in. So that was good. So um, I was co-featuring with a girl named By Cachet. And she always traveled with the mountain lion, just like Jane Jones traveled with her tiger, you know. Oh, wow. There. Yeah. That was another story after the cougar story. But <laughs> I, I didn't know the cougar was in the room. And, and so I was like, I don't know where I thought the cougar was, but I knocked on her door and she happened to be talking on the phone. She's like, come in. Cause she knew it was me coming over. Right. I said, I'll yeah. be over in a second. She's like, okay. She's talking on the phone. I come in. All I see is this freaking wild animal, like from across the room, like look at me like lunch. Yeah. And I looked at it and it leaped like 40 feet in the air and like tackled me to the ground. And stuff. Yes. And it was all like on top of me. And I was going, Oh my God. Help! 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 Was it playing? 
well, of course it was playing or I'd be dead right now. <laughs> but I did not know it was playing. That when sounds like a liability. Bouncer, well, obviously, I would imagine. <laughs> but the funny thing of the story was she happened to be talking to our agent on the phone because she books through Universal too, right? Excuse me. So yeah. she's talking to Eleanor and she's going, shut up, Europe. What are you yelling about? I'm trying to have a conversation with our agent, right? And I'm like, help, he's going to eat me. He's going to eat me. I know it. I just know it. He's going to have like, help. And he's got his big paws like on my hands and his legs, legs on my legs. Were so you I shitting cannot... bricks? Yes, because I was going, he's going to fucking eat me and I'm going to die. This thing's <laughs> going to bite me. And, you know, because the paws are like a lot bigger when they're like on top of you. I bet you he was heavy so, too. No, he was like, I don't know. They're like 100 pounds or something. Oh. But it's pretty menacing. But he know? pounced you. Yeah, he pounced me and threw me <laughs> to the ground. And I was like, and then stood on top of me. I was going, oh, my God. What do you do? Are you supposed to play dead? What, what, what was the story for cougars? I can't remember. I don't go camping, so I don't know these things. So she kept going, shut up, Europe. I'm like, help. So the cat reached down to my inner thigh and bit it. Oh. And I started crying. I'm like, he just bit me. He's gonna eat me. She's like, "Oh, hold on, Eleanor. I gotta get the cat. Europe's playing with the kitty cat again." And I'm like, "I'm not playing." He bit me. <laughs> so she looked. She got the cat and put him in the bathroom. Right, and then she came back. She goes, "You don't even have a mark on your leg." I'm like. I don't care. He bit me. <laughs> he was gonna eat me. She's like, no, he wasn't. He was just playing. She goes, if he wanted to bite you, he would have bit you. Wow. And she goes, he was just playing with you. I go, I don't want to play with him. <laughs> now she brought a cougar on yes. the road with her. That yes. was kind of her signature thing. Yeah, that was. What her was thing. your signature thing? Um. Oh, you mean like gotta have a gimmick? Yeah, a gimmick. Ah. You have seen a Gypsy Rosalie movie. No, no, I just know they always They always say that in Gypsy Rosalie. That's a big song in the movie. Well, you got to have a signature. Like got to have a gimmick. I guess my gimmick was blonde hair and big tits. And then I could actually dance, too. So you didn't need a cougar. No, or a cheetah. No. Or a <laughs> Guys didn't care. Snake. No, they wanted me and they wanted me naked, so... Right. Pretty much, yeah. Okay. And now what was the other story you were going to tell us? Oh, and then right after that, like mm -hmm. a month later, I had a co-feature with Jane Jones who did a 45-minute acrobatic show where she played this drop. And, and it was like a really impressive show. It was like one of the most impressive shows. Like, I'm like... I hope I'm going up before her because I don't want to like follow that act. No way. I mean, I'm a good feature and everything, but there's just some women. There's a couple women that are just way at the top and nobody's going to surpass them. Right. You know what I mean? And she was one of them. And recognize that isn't a bad thing. It's a good thing, actually, because I couldn't wait to see her. So you're show. like, I want to be the opener and let her be the finale. Well, not only that. Hello, I don't want to follow that act. I'm like, eh. Okay. How do you follow an act that's like super the best in the world? You know, you can't. Well, it, it's no, you can't, and it shouldn't be allowed that way. It should be no. Like, so I went on actually yeah. before her, which was good. And so I was walking down the hallway, and the tiger was the handler had the tiger, and of course, yeah. How do you compete with a tiger? 
I know. Tell me about it. And this was a full seven foot, like tall Bengal tiger. You know, it was wow. not a little cub tiger anymore. And I guess she raised it from a cub or whatever. And she had this big long trail of all these props, and she used to do swings and all this stuff. Wow. Her show was actually really. It was forty five minutes. It was really amazing. She I would it. go to watch she, that. No, it was the most amazing show you ever wanted to see. It was like it was really good. Damn. Um. So the tiger reared up at me, and I was like, and the handler like grabbed the thing and I'm up against the wall going nice tiger <laughs> and the hallway is pretty big so I'm going okay this hall, at least I would this think they big. would love you because you're such a you love cats well I know that's why they want to play with me and stuff but no. they don't realize they can't play with me <laughs> <laughs> I'm fragile thing. I'm not even fragile but to them I'm fragile so um, then Jane met, made me pet her tiger, and they took and they took Polaroids on it because they had it out back the next day on chains. Yeah, like just sitting in the fucking grass in the back of the hotel as a tiger. Could you imagine? I know. I'm like, <laughs> what if I was driving my house and I see this tiger just sitting back? Let there alone, chilling? you're in your room or whatever. I'm thinking it's like a well, mom and, and her pop. room was on the first floor, so the tiger would just they just let the tiger out the window. Right, but I would just think that it somebody would strange. hear that roar like you're at the zoo and. Not because I've never I been to Africa. Know, the tiger was kind of quiet. Plus, it had it's... it never roared or anything. Well, I'm sure it did. But Could it you also imagine a being a guest the at the hotel? They also had the tiger in a trailer. It's not like the tiger rode in their car. Oh. I mean, right. <laughs> they had props and all kinds of everything. Yeah. So they had well, I didn't. I didn't think they were flying train. with the tiger. No, they can't fly with a tiger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if you can get away with bringing animals to the strip club. No, nowadays. well, probably not because didn't Justin Bieber get his freaking monkey taken away in Germany because he didn't have to should get a lot of things taken away. (laughs) (laughs) He's um, probably spanking the monkey. So I actually got pictures of me. I have a thing about me and animals. Me and animals just have a thing. They all love me. They all come to me. Uh Um, Like the wombat in Australia, he came to me. It was like the coolest thing ever. I got to pet this wombat in Australia. (laughs) What the hell does a wombat look like? A wombat, he's like, okay, he's, he's sort of like a pig. Okay, but he's got okay. brown like fur on him, and he's got these big giant paws on him. Okay. And the weird thing was, I was going to Australia for like three months to tour with like five other girls, right? Uh-huh. So the Discovery had a, the Discovery Channel had a thing on wombats that night, right? And I was like, what the hell's a wombat? And then um, they had its mating ritual on. First time it had ever been seen because they made it night and they're very, and they like to dig underground tunnels and stuff. So I'm like, okay, but it's like big as big. And I'm like, okay, but it's like really cute, kind of. Like, it's like really cute. So I happened to watch this wombat special, and I was telling the girls on the plane, I'm like, I want to go see a wombat when I get to Australia because I know it's mating ritual and everything. And I saw this really cool program. And don't you know, we went to a place that had a freaking wombat, and a wombat <laughs> came up out of his hole, and there was like this round enclosure thing. And you could just step right up, and I just stepped right up, and he came up and he put his paw on my hand and stuff and I was petting his little paw. Well, that is little. It was giant. Right. I was petting him and stuff. Are they gentle? Huh? And the, his fur was like real wiry and he was like, he looked at me and he was like, cool, how you doing? You know? And I was like, cool, how you doing? I'm so glad to meet you, Mr. Wombat. You know? And then some <laughs> other girl tried to pet him and he just got like threw it a look like, no. And then he went back under his hole, and I I was the only one that got the battle. That's awesome. I know I love it. So because of featured dancing, you got to travel all over. 
Yeah. I mean, Australia, come on. That's a, what, 19-hour flight? 15, and believe me, you want to freaking hijack the plane about seven, eight hours <laughs> into it, you're going, luck. <laughs> Actually, there's a funny story in that, too. Actually, okay. Because I used to smoke back then, right? Smoke cigarettes. Okay. So um, the sixth was about eight hours into it, I was Jones and first cigarette bad. Like, I had slept, I had read, I ate, I slept, I read, I ate. I was like, oh, this flight just... Put it down anywhere. I don't care if it's in water. Just set it yeah, down. Yeah, I was going to say, right? you can't really pull over the plane. No, exactly. So one of the girls who was kind of wild, she would made a deal somehow with the pilots so that I could go up to the to the cockpit and smoke, right? You smoke in the cockpit? Cockpit? Pilots, the pilot. Pilot, okay. can, you can do whatever the pilot says. Okay. You know? This is pre-9-11, of course. And I won't say what airline it was either. Okay. I wouldn't even know the pilot if I saw him either anyway, so it wouldn't matter. And he's probably dead. No, he's not. <laughs> I don't know. Actually, <laughs> don't he was know. cute. <laughs> was he? Yeah, actually he was. I sat in his lap taking topless pictures you. and he let me smoke cigarettes. Damn. Yeah. This is like a Playboy flight. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was my you flight on the great way stories. on the way to Australia. In fact, that was the same flight that they had a yellow roped off tape when we pulled up to the LA airport. I'd never seen bomb scare tape. It was all around like that oh, our wow. counter. And they that plane was supposed to have a bomb threat on it. And I'm like what <laughs> so we started with bomb threat in the middle of the flight i was topless smoking with the pilots in the <laughs> freaking cockpit i'm going i don't want to touch any buttons like like it's really cramped in here and i you know <laughs> i was kind of scared like i'd hit something and the plane would go down but it worked all out and then you know then i got to australia and they took my stun gun away. <laughs> <laughs> took your stun gun away? It was packed in the luggage. Oh. <laughs> I was like, it could be dangerous here. I don't know. I'm just a girl. <laughs> it's Australia. That must have been cool. Oh, it was, actually. Australian people are really cool. They, like, party all freaking night long. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they do this. They party all night long, and then they, like, work all day. <laughs> You know, maybe I should really get a more modern phone. Thank you for calling 976 Hotties. We will now connect you with one of our amazing ladies. Hello? (laughs) Hi. Oh, you sound sexy. What are you into? Well, I like peanut butter and goldfish and... Wait, Marvin? Is that you? Mom? Don't let this happen to you. Looking for the phone experience, but want to know who you're talking with? Try MyPhoneChat.com. Adult film stars, college cuties, and fetish models. 24-7. You can even talk with the Skinamax Bee Queen of Late Night TV, Miss Rebecca Love. That's MyPhoneChat.com. Try it today. Wait, Marvin. Don't you want to know what I'm wearing? Oh, Mom, that's just wrong. So wrong. Yeah, know exactly who you're talking to. Try myphonechat.com.
I'm like, are you serious? It's just part of their their DNA. It's like they just have this. And most of their work, work hard, play swimming hard. or something of the water. I don't know. I don't why. know. I don't know. Yeah, Australia was very cool. I got to scuba dive the Barrier Reef, too. Oh, my God. That would have been fucking amazing. It was. And I got to go topless on a parasail over there, too. That must have been amazing for everybody watching. It was real amazing for the 14-year-old that was watching <laughs> in this boat. His parents told me to go topless. Oh. Because they're, like, from European and stuff. Oh, yeah. Because me and but Casey. But you don't have Casey European was, boobies. No, but Casey was with me and her boobs are bigger than mine yeah so wow she was with me and we were all were in this boat we were going parasailing and we got stuck with these like this mother father and his son like 14 15 years old and he was looking at me in case like you know 14 or 15 year old would look at us right <laughs> and i'm going dude no you hello i don't do i'm not a pedophile person Thank i don't you. do megan's no, law i like men okay not little boys but men Call me in 10 years. Exactly. <laughs> that type of thing, you know. But she's like, oh, he's used to it. All the beaches are topless and stuff over where Yeah, but we're like at. you're topless. Because you're topless and European topless, totally different. That's I've been to true. the wind pool. Yeah, I know. That's true. So. I know. So now, have I. Most people might think that you've done porn and all that, but you haven't. You were just a feature dancer. I was a feature dancer, and then I did all magazines. the magazines. Mm-hmm. And then I... Um, I also was a cruise coordinator for Scores Boob Cruise. How was Boob Cruise? I've never boob been on cruise, a Boob Cruise. It was the best, cruise. but it was like 20 hours of work yeah. each day for me, plus oh like three or four months of pre-scheduling work. You Got know what yeah. I Because mean? like heard the about- first cruise was like five girls and like 20 guys and nobody was doing nothing. And I just kind of started a party because you know how I am back. Yeah. I just start parties. I know your parties. <laughs> They're very legendary. <laughs> <laughs> You've been to a slum of I, my parties. I do never survive them ever. Oh, yeah, but you always have a place to stay. I, I do. It's like Jonestown. What you just said? I'm like Jonestown. He was a no, psycho I'm, killer. That I'm like people. I drink too much, and then I, yeah, and then I'm out. Don't ever say Jonestown again. That's... Jonestown, yeah, because I drink a lot, but and honey, then I pass out. Yeah, but you're not a psycho killer that killed. Okay, like take away the psycho people. and just get to what I said. I drink a lot and I pass out. Yes, you do. Yeah, it's like so Jonestown. she has her own little guest bedroom in my house. <laughs> Anyways, back Anyways, to the story. Back to the story. Yeah, so um, I got to go. I was gonna go topless because I wanted some pics topless too. And the guy's like, "Oh, go ahead." And I'm like, "I don't do things in front of children." And he's like, "No, no." And even the wife is going, "No, go right ahead." She goes, "We have topless beaches. It's nothing he hasn't seen." I'm thinking, "Yeah, right." <laughs> I, I, so I did it. I don't care. Well, the parents told you, and to. they all got pictures of it too. So somewhere, some family's got freaking topless <laughs> pictures of my ass. Somebody's got the, the Mickey Mouse ears. <laughs> <laughs> they haven't been posted online, at least not that I know of yet. They're probably out there somewhere. Now, you did this all on your own. I mean, you were thrown out there. I have heard of feature schools. I've never done one. Oh, that came like way, way later. Way after. Way later, after the whole big boob era and stuff. Then somebody got the bright idea to open a feature school, which is actually a bright idea. Yeah, it's it's not a bad idea. No, and it it would be a help, especially to even lap dancers that I've seen. Some of those girls are like Circus Olay girls. I mean, they do the pole work like anybody. I'm like, even sometimes I look at them and go, wow. Because I did pole work, but nothing like that, you know? 
Yeah. I, well, I when did I was I did gymnastics and dancing. And when stuff. I was a stripper, I did tons of pole work. When I was yeah. a feature, See, I, did more I stayed away. And more gymnastics and more Gaia. stripper moves. Yeah. No, I understand. Yeah. So. I guess we're not going to give anybody any education on the feature schools, but I learned by watching other features. Well, yeah, that's when I started, you know, going to places and I started seeing other features, how they dance and take tips and things like that, which at the beginning we were not allowed to take tips either. Oh, you weren't? No, the clubs didn't allow the features to. Then after about a year or so, they relinquished that and they let us take because they knew that it was better for the guys to come up there and give us money because they made them happier anyway. Well, a lot of times when I get tips on stage, that's what I use to divvy up because I'll give the DJ a little bit and I'll give whoever's serving me. Yeah. yeah, you know, the valet and the bar. Yeah, I take care of the people around me. I'll yeah, even exactly. go early to a strip club mm-hmm. if I'm featuring, and I will tip the girls mm-hmm. so they'll be, like, on my side. So when I feature, mm-hmm. they'll be like, go tip her. I never used to have to tip them because they always wanted to feel my boobs. Swear oh, yeah? to God. They always used to come up to me, can I feel those? I'm like, yeah, okay. I would fly in a day early just because so I Because I could... was real nice to them and stuff yeah. all the time. Because I was always nice to the girls. Because I'm like... Always. Because those are your God, money makers. No, well, no. I, it wasn't that. It was just like, you know, I'm all alone. Why wouldn't I be nice to the girls? You know what I mean? I know, but I've heard some horror stories where... Oh, there's some major They're like, oh my stories. God, there was a girl in last week and oh, she was honey, a bitch. they have told me some major horror stories. And they're all from feature wannabes anyways. True features never... Never treat the girls like that. Never. Mm-mm. Nah. We're you do not nice shit where you eat. You yeah. don't shit on those people. I've had because... girls bring customers to stage. I've had girls take pictures with me. I've, I actually have made friends with girls that are still friends of mine now today. So. Right. And good thing because I did not know I would one day become one of those girls. Gaia. Yeah. See? So one day I became one of those. See, I started, I started as one. dancing here. See, I was the opposite. I started as a stripper, and then I progressed to the feature. Yeah, well, I didn't know what any of it was. I just said, okay, I'll drive You just throw yourself thing. into every situation well, and go hope for I the best. I, back then, no, I just knew <laughs> I wanted to be a dancer. And she said I could go dance and make all this money. And I was like, that's for me. Yeah, that's what I miss. That's exactly what I want. I miss the stage, the music. I used to get wrapped up in the music, and it was yeah, just an amazing feeling. Out of everything. I know. And the adrenaline when you get off that stage is like, oh my God, it's like pumping. And you're like all sweaty and you go into your dressing room and you just throw the like laundry basket down with like your costume and all your money and stuff. And you're like, yeah. Now, did you hire somebody to come on the road with you to be your... No, I always let the bouncers do it. They took the Polaroids for me and they would help me to... And then you would just tip them out. Yeah. Yeah. They helped me when I had props like shower shows and things like that to do so they would help me and i would just take care of them instead god yeah because when i started husbands and boyfriends were not allowed with you on the road you had to do it by yourself i always traveled so for the first two years i had to go by myself and then i just got so used to being by myself that i couldn't even imagine being with someone else 24 7 it would have drove me crazy yeah well i started i traveled with someone Mm -hmm. And it was a girl, and she would help me. Right. And then, because um, when you get off stage and you do your change, you come out, you did a promo table too, or no? Yeah, I always signed the magazines. And right. I took, um, you know, pictures. We took Polaroids and stuff like that. 
got yeah. Which they don't do anymore. Now it's all you know, iPhone camera or Android camera. <laughs> I still I I would still break because you can sign a Polaroid. You can't sign know, a phone exactly. And actually, you can't believe the amount of guys that still on like on Twitter now and mm-hmm. everything they'll put a Polaroid of me sitting on their lap and me signing it, and they'll oh, be like, cool. cool. Like I'm an old time fan. I saw you here, such and such. And yeah, Polaroids are very convenient because they're instant cool. and you can sign them. Yeah. So those days are gone. Too. How many songs did you do on stage? Let me give usually a structure five. for our listeners. So you did five songs. Yeah, usually five songs. Because so, you'd always want to do an extra one, especially if you had a good audience, because they'd be tipping and stuff too. Okay. So but you had to do twenty minutes. So you could have did right. eight two minute songs. They didn't care. It just had to be it had tw- to be twenty minutes. It had to be twenty to twenty five minutes depending on the club. Right. So I generally did about five songs. And then you do four to five shows each day. <laughs> six days a week and on the Saturday seventh day you travel and that went on for like 48 weeks for like 15 years oh my god that would be crazy Mm. because i did four songs but the most a night was three three sets Right. Well, they started, like, in the late 90s, I saw what was happening. That's why I came to Vegas in the first place. Yeah. Because I wanted somewhere warm because I couldn't take the snow anymore. And I needed to still make money. So I just said, well, I'll work here. On the, on the weeks that I'm not traveling. This way I don't have to travel as much anymore. Because when they started cutting the days down from 6 to 5 to 4, mm-hmm. I said, uh-oh, <laughs> I see where <laughs> this is going. <laughs> I understand. And now it's at like two days a week, I think. Is it? Yeah, two shows on two days. Like, who could make any money like that? You know, it costs me more to get there to, than it is to do the shows. Yeah, I don't know how it, like, I stopped featuring, um, I want to say, a good 10 years ago. So it's been a minute. Yeah, well, it's, I stopped featuring, yeah, about 10 years ago altogether. No, 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 sorry. I did a few South Dakota gigs and a Florida gig and New York and a Connecticut gig. <laughs> I forgot about those. You forgot about those. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot about those. Let's see. Um, so, but... That was like four years ago, five years ago, maybe. All right. Yeah, and then... Well, then you would know more than I would. Because it's... I mean, I got in a little later. Most of your features now uh, do like two days a week, and they're up in the New York, New England type But it's hard to feature area. now, right? you got to be like... Oh, yeah, you've got to be a major porn star with, you know, major amounts of Some kind of, of draw to bring yeah, people into the club. Yeah, big boobs don't even do it. Not even with hundreds mm, of... They're it doesn't matter that. that I've had hundreds of credits through television, radio, magazines, yeah. everything. Like, they want porn stars. But now they're actually starting to revert back again. Now Are they? Yeah. But they'll never get back the era that was. Oh, poor thing. It was just an era well, that now you had I think to be lived through it to experience it. I think more it's turned into appearances. Plus, They're yeah. going to show up. They're right. going to hang out. They're going to, yeah. yeah, which to me is fucking easy. <laughs> you want to hire me to sit there? Sure. I'd rather dance. <laughs> I would love, I mean, I love that, but I, I can yeah. hang out too. I'm good with that. Keep my clothes on? Fuck yeah. Let's do okay. this. I probably, you know me how I am. I probably friggin' take somebody else's clothes off. Oh, all clothes come off by the end of the night. (sighs) Did you do private dances on the road? Um, No, they wouldn't let us do those at first. No. And um, even though we had a name and everything, but then they relinquished that rule about a a friggin' year into that, too. 
That's, that's where yeah. a lot of because my then they also learned that they could make money on champagne in the VIP rooms. Yeah, and the, um, that the guy customer could pay to go into the VIP room. So they with didn't the headliner, have, right? So they didn't even care if it was us, you know? Right. The yeah, girls didn't like money. it at first. They got pissed off. Well, they were like, yeah. they're taking our money. I'm like, no, we're not. It was never not. your money in the first place exactly. because that guy is going to hit me up outside this club exactly. if he doesn't do the it. The guy yet. wants who the guy wants. It's not about me being the headliner. Versus, right. Because I've had a lot of girls even show me up on stage. Like, oh, sure. I, I even go, whoa, can you show me how to do that? Like, seriously? <laughs> and they're like, you're asking us for help? And I'm like, well, yeah, that was pretty awesome, but I don't know how to do that. So you know how to do it, and I don't. Why wouldn't I ask you? Yeah. They always think that's weird because features don't ask for help. Are you kidding me? I will sit back. Especially when I was putting my country show together. There was oh, like two awesome. girls because I did a lot of country blues. I liked country blues because it's that strutty, fuck me music, you know? Yeah. So my shows were, the country shows I did back then were country blues, not that country hillbilly crap. I hate that. <laughs> now I do that. You know, I wrecked my car and my dog died. and all that. No, I can't handle that. Okay. I have to do the blues. So there was one black girl who could do the country blues really well, and I had her help me. And then I took some line dancing lessons while I was in Texas. Oh, that smart. Week. Yeah, it was really cool. That is cool. I was like, okay. I went there. They had line. They just happened to have it for like five days that week, the same week I was there. And I was like, Damn. from like right before my show started, too. And I was like, that was perfect. Plus, I advertised that, hello, come with me over to my club, you know? Oh, that's smart. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm always about marketing. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, networking, marketing. Somehow I knew that from the beginning. I don't know how to to know to brand myself or whatever, but I just did. Yeah. I, because there was no such thing back there as marketing or branding until. Now it's like, like that's yeah. what you got to do before you start anything. Get right. your .com. Yeah. Exactly. Don't tell anybody your name. Yeah. yeah. Well, the internet ruined a lot of the. The club experiences now, I'd say. Well, yeah, now they even have webcam where you can watch an entertainer on stage. I know, but that's got to be, that's got to suck. Really sucks if uh, I have to compete with I, that. Well, <laughs> well, no, but I mean, you would want to be the entertainer on the stage. Well, I know, but sometimes I'm like, well, why come watch me do my games and stuff when you can watch her stripping on stage? Because you're hot and you're oh, sexy look, and your games are fun. They're like my games on stage. I used to have a game, okay, okay where it was at my kitty cat show. I think I still have two of these, although one might be broken, and if we can fix it, me and you should do it together, okay? What is it? Um, I used to stick marshmallows on the end of my nipples, you know, like third song when the bra and all that shit came off. Yeah. And we would have two guys in front of me, and we would blindfold them, and they would get these long, like, um, stick things that you could grab and they had a little mouth on the end Yeah, and they have to, would have to try to get the marshmallow on the end of my nipples and the oh. audience would direct them they'd be yeah. like up down but instead these guys, these guys I found would start beating me with these sticks I was thinking I'm that. like don't beat me like <laughs> 
pull the trigger to let the mouth open and try to get the marshmallow. So, I mean, it, I had to work some kinks out of that one. But <laughs> Yeah, but think about the crowd around you is hollering. Oh, yeah, that was wild. Got into and I it. would kind of like dance around a little bit. And sometimes I'd stand over to the right and I'd like look and they'd be there trying to do it and, and there was no one there and the guys would be all laughing. Oh, that's awesome. So, I always had like one comedy song with props. And then I, you know, and then I always had a couple really, really sexy fuck me songs. Oh, of and course. then I always had a couple upbeat songs. That would be the beginning, you know? See, I would always take like, say, my cop routine. Mm. My cop routine, I'd start with um, Tail Feather from Bad Boys. And I, and I would also do, uh, it would be all like cop theme songs. I'm going to get you one way or another. Yeah. And I would hand out squirt guns. That well, would be one of my games. And they'd have to squirt me legs open. I had a squirt one gun too in my shower. Oh, did you? Yeah, but did you have a giant squirt gun and squirt them back? Yes. I did too! Yes, and I'd never seen your show. Oh my God, <laughs> I'd never seen your show. Um, my other game oh, was... Oh yeah, I whipped out this big ass thing. Oh yeah. Just totally it was, got it was, everybody Because I would fill the guns in the little pool and yeah. stuff. So the big one was sitting in oh, there. Oh, my but, stuff was sitting off to the side. They yeah. didn't know what well, was Well, they coming. couldn't see in the pool because <laughs> they were all down here. Oh yeah. And the stage is up. Yeah. So they couldn't see in the That's pool. That's true. And then I just went... Around yeah. the stage, yeah. Um, uh, strap on ring toss where they have to throw these things and try to get it on my. And I'm like, yeah, they kept hitting me in the face. I didn't like that one, so I was like, no. Um, let's see. My let's... race car was the best. My flashlights was the one of What'd my you signature do with flashlights? shows. I would hand out about eight flashlights to the guys. Okay, and the place would go dark, and we'd only use some flashlights. And I would do a naked kind of sexy blues number. That is cool. And then halfway during it, I whipped out this big dick flashlight of my own and would start <laughs> licking at it and, you know, like sucking and putting That's it in cool. my tits and everything. That's hot. would walk around and they'd all give me tips. And, you oh, know. that's fucking hot. Yeah, that was like yeah. my signature thing with my goddess outfit I used to always do. That was like one of my first signature shows I did, I thought of myself. Yeah, that's awesome. Mm. Um, I forgot who told me this trick, but under the black lights, um, I used to do a Cleopatra and I would take a highlighter and put all the, what do you call them, hilogryphics? Body paint? No, 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 no. We would take a highlighter marker. Okay. But the Egyptians, um, hieroglyphics. Yeah. So I would ha we would do it all over my body. Mm-hmm. Highlighter doesn't wash off very well. Let me just say, every time I went under a black light, I glue like a freaking uh, pyramid. That's and I funny. just had it all over me. That was one. But then my girlfriend was telling me that Perel, Perel shampoo, yes, it glows in the black it light. Does. She goes, just wear goggles or don't get it in your eyes, but make a pool and start putting it all over your body. But I went one better. Instead oh, of Perel, I had body paints in fluorescent colors. I did that with so Jessica So I had Rabbit. like yellow and red and orange and green and you know what I mean? That was And fun. I would pour the mixture of different colors yeah. down my body. So that was like a cooler effect. I like that because it was cool. It was glow in the dark. But I did that for But if the club didn't my... have black lights, you, you, that sucked. Well, then I... Because so, some clubs were I would like just change two up the red game. lights. and No, I still did it. It the same way it just yeah. wouldn't have the same effect, effect. yeah yeah i you i say Sometimes that lighting is everything it is and well my my theme sets like my jessica rabbit that was for the paint one we were just talking right. about because i was like she's a cartoon of course this works for that and i fucking lost oh my pirate one 
I would buy the cheap ass if they would, some clubs wouldn't let me, some would. I would sell $5 shots on stage Mm -hmm. and I would like put the lime in my mouth and pour it down me and they get to, you know, all that crap. Right. And I'm sure they had the worst hangovers, but that sold the best because it was $5 all over the fucking stage. Hello, yeah. And they got to lick it off of you. I made so much money on those sets. Yeah, I wonder why. (laughs) Hell, I'd pay to lick it off of you. (laughs) It was better than Cooter Ball. (laughs) Yeah, that oh, try doing that one in Canada with the loonies and the toonies. Hello, when those things hit, I used to do it with my boobs. So when those things hit me in my face a lot because they miss my boobs, because they they could miss my boobs. I don't know. Loonies and toonies are coins, right? right? And they fling those things at you and they hurt. And I used to have little welts all over my body. Oh my god! I'm telling you. Poor thing. I'd make, you know, a lot of money, but I had welts all over me by the end of the How week. How heavy it was the It looked like loonies. someone beat the hell out of me by the end of the week. <laughs> People were like, do we need, like, domestic violence up here or something? <laughs> Are you okay? You know? And let me tell you a little secret. You already know this probably. But, girls, if you're out there playing cooter ball, you're going to get all these ones all crunched up. Throw them in the washer. Put them on a delicate mm. cycle, and it'll come all out. Because if, if I did that, they'd all rip and fall apart that's because so you have do that, that effect yeah i don't i you would can. i never Cold did that water. Th- that's how you get it all out like that i'm lucky i had enough time to do laundry little laundry my dollar oh, bills stank when ass I, bitch. When was, excuse me i turned right into the bank <laughs> let them launder them they have more money than i do <laughs> I just remember sitting there in the beginning this undoing all these dollars and somebody told me once they're like throw it in the washer Brilliant. But I've actually I have found money in my jeans before in the washer, but I hardly ever put money in my pants. So and I hardly ever wear pants. Well, that's nice. Do you <laughs> wear panties? No, I <laughs> not all the time. I don't wear panties either. No. Have you ever gotten trouble at a club? Yeah, like three times. Three times. Tell us. Yes, uh, I think they were all in Texas too. <laughs> Hello, Texas. <laughs> How the hell are you? <laughs> um, one time, um, they got me for being too close to the customer on stage. My boobs were in his face, of course, and I'm like, whatever. This is stupid. <laughs> and then uh, <laughs> one time they that um, seems kind of minor. At one time, they actually, this was, I'll never forget this, this is in Waco, Texas, and they actually did not want this club open, and this mm. club opened, and of course, I'm the first feature in, like oh, normal, no. right, hello, and I hadn't even done a show or anything, you know what I mean? I was just sitting there, and I was just like getting ready to, or maybe I had done one show, but either way, it was a, like a nice, just get to know the stage kind of show, you know, and... um they busted the whole club. Like all these guys, all these audience members stood up and they all put on like DEA jackets or something like that. And I was like, what in the hell is going on? They took everyone to jail. Even you? Even me. And I didn't do anything. And I was like, what, what are you charging me with? They're like, well, think of something. Don't you worry. You know, and I'm going, how did I just do what? But no, what they want, they shut down the whole club because they took the bartenders. They took, uh, the DJ, one of the managers has somehow escaped. Hello. <laughs> and um, 
Yeah, and all the customers had any other customers in there. They took their names and photos and everything. Wow. And then they had the news outside, and they put, like, my real name up on the news, and they let us out in handcuffs like we were criminals and stuff. And I was like, what the hell did I just get myself into? <laughs> I just came to do some shows. Hello. That I did should be a room. credit. And she was on the Fox 5 News in Texas. <laughs> That yeah, was probably Fox 5, too. Fox 5's got a lot of footage on me that I don't know about. Shoot. I better shut my mouth. I'll take that they up probably saw that footage. Well, I don't have to worry about becoming president anyway, so. <laughs> um, I don't, I, you probably could. You probably could be president. <laughs> I wouldn't want to be. I could never handle mm. that job. So you got arrested and you didn't get charged with anything? They just like, oh. um, Yeah, you get charged with like lewd. Lewd for what? You were still dressed. Um, I don't know. I was being lewd. You know, I'm just a lewd type of woman. <laughs> Lewdness just surrounds me everywhere I go. I just am corrupt and evil. <laughs> okay. I remember one time I was in one of the police stations, and I remember hearing this cop, and I'm in the other room, and I'm hearing this cop in the other room tell one of the other cops, going, who's she? And they go, that's the feature. And they go, well, you weren't supposed to take her. Oh, really? Yeah, that was another time when and, they took like five or six girls. And, and the they took club. you too? <laughs> yeah, they just mistakenly freaking took me too. And, what, and, and I heard that, overheard that, and I was like, but what could I say? I just overheard you say that? Yeah, right, that'll get me freaking <laughs> two more weeks in the slammer. Did I they just, let you go? Well, I had to be bailed out. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, one time I was in there for like 16 hours because they couldn't find a bondsman to bond me out because I was out of state. I lived out of state. And I'm oh, like, wow. seriously? I just like So you were arrested three times yeah. in your featuring career. I told career. that if I was going to be arrested one more time, I was quitting. I go, this is bullshit. This is a legal profession. Well, I'm because doing. it's money comes out of your pocket, right? It's not the club's pocket. It's not Eleanor's pocket. No, it's, it's yours. mine. Yeah. Yeah. That's got to be draining. Yeah. After that, no more problems. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it can happen. Did get a lewdness charge in Vegas, too, though. You did? I did, yeah. <laughs> in fact, they caught me twice, once at both clubs. <laughs> <laughs> and he told me he was going to catch me the next time, too. And I was like, mm, catch me if you can. <laughs> and he did. And, you know, then I paid the fine. And that's the way that that's the way politics work in this place, okay? Damn. Pretty much. Well, if there is a girl that wants to be a feature out there, do you have... Run! And that's the advice that Europe Dijon is going to give you. Run really fast. <laughs> okay. No, you know what? I would tell... I've, I've helped girls coming up, you know, through the ranks that wanted to be features and stuff. And I'm always willing to give advice to the girls and, you know, anybody that wants to try something... Most of the features are on the East Coast right now, and they would you'd go to like Danny of Centerfolds Agency, and he could book you, you know, some jobs and that. There's Lee Network. Um, There's Continental still. No, no, no. All right, but um, but I, I agree least, with Danny from Centerfolds because he yeah. actually took over um, Universal. Yeah. yeah, so so he's got all the clubs up there. So. Um, yeah, and it's not like in the old days where we had to have the real extravagant shows and, but some of the girls, I am impressed. Some of the girls like me, I guess would, they took it on themselves to do things. Oh, I used they, to buy my costumes from Jackie. 
Yeah, me too. In Tucson. Those costumes were like 600 to to $1,000 oh, each. That, the only, uh, you know, I sold my last jacket. It was a full-length Indian headdress yeah. all the way to the floor. That thing weighed about 80 pounds. And when I first put it on, I almost fell over. I was like, how am I going to walk on stage with this thing on my head? They're ad? heavy and they're, they're durable. really heavy. And I had never walked with a headdress. So I had to practice for like two weeks walking with this headdress on. You know, I'd walk around the house and stuff with it. Yeah. So that by the time I hit the stage, it wouldn't but fall off But you look fabulous. My, and huh? you look like a showgirl. I mean, a jacket. Jackie costume, yeah. by the way, if you're listening, Jackie, it's in Tucson, I think, but Google her and look up Jackie she costumes. She made a lot of feature. our costumes. And then mm-hmm. I also had, um, I had Eleanor make me a couple more, of course, at the beginning. And a lot of times I would bring I a couple know. Jackies, but I would also like put shit together. Well, I also had some, some from other people too. Yeah. Because... Sometimes a certain look was, you could tell, like I could look at a Jackie and tell it was a Jackie costume Yeah, because she had a certain way of doing Mm -hmm. her sequins, just like what's her face on the East Coast. She had a certain sequin flair to her, always to her costume. So you always knew it was one of hers. Right. And um, so I would like, you know, have a few, depending on what show I was putting together. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had a lot of Jackies. So I don't know what to tell you guys, or not you guys, but you girls out there that (laughs) want to get into the feature business. You know what? The internet's ruined a lot of things. And unless you plan on going all the way through the adult business into porn and everything, which is pretty much where everything's at now. Right, or have something significant and mainstream. Just, you know what, just lap dance and, you know, make your money and have a good time. And and you know what, you probably could make more money coming to Vegas and dancing or, like, to Alaska and Juneau and dancing, because I heard if you go to, like, well, no, BFE I worked places. Well, no, I worked Alaska a lot. If you go to those places. It's not like it was, like, years and years know. before me. Right. That's when, like, like the big money was there, when they first struck the oil. And yeah, I don't stuff, even know if the... Fe- that was even before me. Feature money was good, and then it started dwindling. I'm like, it's not worth my time traveling anymore. No, not if you only do three days, because mm-hmm. what do you do the other four days? you got to pay for a hotel on your own now, and right. food and everything else. So if you're working six nights a week, and on the seventh day you travel, you're never paying for a hotel. Yeah. Even when I went to five days, you go, okay, fine, I get a day off. Yeah, maybe I get to go see something in this town right. Something that because you never get to see anything when you're a feature. No, you 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 might have been everywhere and saw nothing. Yes, (laughs) I mean I can't believe how many times I went to New York and never saw a darn thing. Mm -hmm. Darn, darn thing. (laughs) Didn't see a darn thing there. I'm like, where did that accent (laughs) come up from? Yes, I actually took my mother there a couple of years ago. We did all the touristy things that I hadn't even done. Right, and, and you've I, been there. I know, and I used to live there too. I'm like, and I still didn't get to do them, you know? I know, you take it for granted when you're there. Yeah, well, you, sometimes you just don't have the time. Yeah. But when you get to play tourist, it's fun. It is fun to play tourist. It is. I get it when people come to Vegas. So girls, contact one of the agents, you know. You don't need a lot of pricey costumes to start out with and that because that's not where it's at. You're only doing a couple of days a week. You know, at the agents will tell you what you need, what your pay is and everything else. Commissions usually 10 or 15%. I think well, it's pretty much 15%. That's a good question. Do you need an now. agent? Pretty much you do. I agree with you. Yeah. You do because they get if a If you're going to be a feature, com- you have to have an agent. You know, I have worked directly with a couple clubs that 
I, I knew the owners. Yeah, but and that's different. That's because totally they different. knew you and you knew them. Yes. But I've had uh, club owners even try to, like, the next time or two, try to cut the agent oh, out. Oh, I would and never I, I bite the hand that feeds no, me. No, you don't ever. ever cut your agent out. No. Actually, they had... Um, it's not they, worth they it. They actually had agreements you had to sign where for 18 months of a booking of a club, you could not rebook in that club under any other agent or yourself. Let me tell you something. If you don't know the owner personally, and I'm not talking about you go on a gig and then you cut the agent out after. I'm talking about you know him personally. Right. Um, well, there's a couple of owners I work the for The reason you never cut your agent out is because what He's if that club... He's the one club, that gets you to work. Right, but what if that club doesn't pay you? Exactly. You got nobody to yell to but yourself. Exactly. So, yeah, you your agent is your middleman. And if they didn't get you your money, then you took it out of their freaking commissions for exactly. the next six or eight weeks. It's exactly what you do. Exactly. You a got lot of times, I was another. collecting their money and the agent's money. So yeah. it was in my hands. I, I always had the agent's money. Me I too. always paid my agent directly. Me too. Well, that's only when they knew you, though. Like yeah. when you were first. It's probably girl, different now. No, when you first like start out. No, the agents want their money from the club because they trust the club more than they trust that girl. Right. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. All right, guys, we're going to wrap this up. But thank you for taking the time and giving us all the information. And where can people find you? Uh, Europe to Schwitz. <laughs> Sorry. Don't look under that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Twitter at Europe to Sean. Spell uh, Dijon just in case. D-I-C-H-A-N. It's like Dijon, but it's pronounced Dijon. I did that just to mess with you guys. And I guess it worked. So... Yeah. But once you've got it, you always remember it. You can't forget it. Yeah. The only time I fucked up your name is I made it um, a little C. You're like, it's a capital C. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. okay. I didn't say it like that. Really? How are you saying it now? Well, that's because you want me to talk louder because of the microphone and stuff. So I'm saying big C. Big, big C. I made a little C. It was spelled Would correctly. I like anything little? No. I, was a I big wanted big and C. I wanted big and hard. And I will juicy. never give you a little C again. Okay, thank you. I'll I gotta give you have a nice big C. Big C for cunt. Yeah. <laughs> what did you say? I didn't call you one. <laughs> I thought you said cock. Oh, yeah, that's what I said. No, you didn't. Yes, now you're lying to me. <laughs> you said, know I don't like that other word. I like any other word but really? that and ma'am. Oh, God, oh I God. can't handle those two words. Neither Those two words should be stricken from the dictionary. Okay. <laughs> Duly noted. Yes. Like, I don't care what people call me as long as they don't call me those two things. I didn't call you one. No, I know I said you C did. is I, for, yeah, but I said, I know yeah. that you didn't call okay. me one. I'm just saying I don't like that word anyways. All right. You know that. But I thought you were going to say cock. I didn't. And when it didn't come out as cock, I went, what did you just say? Cock. Well, you know, that's always on my mind. Cock. Yes. Okay. Well, anyways, thank you all for listening to us Babylon here. Uh, I'm sure you learned practically nothing. (laughs) (laughs) Except that there was an error that was really great, and we had made a lot of money, and it was a lot of fun. But there's always different eras, and, you know, you'll find your way. If you you really want to dance and you want to be in this business, you'll find your way. Yeah. I mean, it's still out there. It's just a little harder. It's just harder. harder. You only do a couple days, and, you know, basically you make your money lap dancing nowadays. Yeah, well, I that's got, just the way is that's just the way the club has pro, has progressed, you know. 
Right. Believe me, we don't like it either. We'd rather see good features too. I love great shows. Yeah. And if you get a chance, and a lot of the guys actually miss it too because they're like, "Man, we miss those days." Well, because it's different than the actual strippers. They actually come out and do a theme set, and it's yeah, it, it breaks up the monotony. Yeah, plus it's somebody new, too. You so know? if you get a chance, pick up your local magazine. I don't even know if they have magazines out they there They do, anymore. up in the north. They uh, do. In, Excitement. Not, um, in the northeast. Excitement in that. I don't know what the hell So pick up are. a magazine up. or LA <laughs> Weekly or something like that and look for your features. Go see one if you've never seen one and get an idea of what we're talking about. Yes, absolutely. And thank you all for listening. And thanks, Rebecca, for having me on our show. Oh, you were fun. Uh, yes. You are fun. You want the to know, guys? I'm great. getting a dance and you're not. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next time, I'm Rebecca Love with Europe Dijon. Now, wasn't Europe fun? I mean, come on, that cougar story? I don't have one of those stories. That was good shit. go take um a look over on her twitter because she does a lot of tweeting and pictures and dresses and she dresses to the nines europe dijon d-i-c-h-a-n go over to her twitter go take a look she's amazing she lives out here in Vegas. She comes to Karaoke Triple X. So go to karaokeXXX.com. Plan a trip out here. Come meet us. Hang out. Buy us a drink. You know, it's just me. There's no cover charge. You just hang out and have fun. We're still doing B-Movie Films. Don't forget. So make sure you're on the email list. BMovieFilms.com. The more emails we get, the faster we get to, like, start working on the crowdfunding tears and stuff and mario z is still working on the song i'm gonna have to put a fire under that boy's ass what else well anything else you need to know like where i'm doing my stand-up in vegas and all that go to rebeccalove.com i'm telling you to go to so many goddamn places honestly you just go to rebeccalove.com and it has everything except europe de jean shit <laughs> it has everything right there <laughs> I am sorry to give you so many tasks. Well, I hope you enjoyed the show. I had so much fun interviewing her. And I hope you got some nuggets out of it, or at least some great stories. Well, I'm Rebecca Love, and you've been listening to Adult Film Star Network, where the sex goes straight to your head. You've been listening to Talking Dirty with Rebecca Love. So, uh, you want to spend some more time with Rebecca? Find her on Twitter, at RebeccaLoveXXX, and on her official website, RebeccaLove.com. And catch all the great shows on Adult Film Star Network. Thanks, everybody. See you next time.